Cat Disgusted is a show about veterinary nursing. It is not a show about how to cure your sick pet. If your animal is sick, take it to the vet. Don't be a crazy person and use a podcast to cure your puking cat, dog, chinchilla, etc., etc. I think they would tell you the same thing. If they could. Which they can't. Which makes it hard. You know what's up. Take them to the vet. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the best of times and the worst of times in veterinary nursing. What the hell are we doing? Well, it's Chihuahua snapping feral cats flailing all while working with the baddest bitches in the business. I'm your host, Nicole Dickerson, RBT, and this... It's how our week went. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Cat Disgusted. So I totally do have plans for like an actual episode uh, that's in the works. But I noticed that with these podcasts that I listen to, um, there oftentimes is this bonus material uh, that you can download and sometimes rather exclusively, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm not that fancy pants, so you're all going to get it anyway. Um, but I, I thought I might as well do that because I did have a little sum sum. So here we go. Cat discusses bonus material. Enjoy, y'all. Are we on the air? Disgusted. Exclusive. I came to bring the pain hardcore to the brain. Oh, baby, what's your name? I love the way you spit in the game. You made me change from thinking all gas. So, you may or may not know about our uh, auxiliary cat. Or at least that's what we call her. So uh, when me and my partner first moved into this house in Richmond, uh, the house came with a cat. Uh, her name is Flynn, uh, mainly because she really wants to come in the house really, really bad. Uh, we thought that was funny. She wants to be in like Flynn. So we call her Flynn. Uh, she's very sweet. She's this little, tiny, little fuzzy, like kind of like dilute calico thing for those of you cat color people. She's spayed. She's got a little feral notch in one of her ears. Uh, and so, and it was actually our neighbor who had caught her and took her to the little Fix Our Ferals organization in Richmond, uh, like maybe a year ago and got her spayed there. She's very, very sweet. She's like, you know, the most unferal feral anyway uh Flynn you actually probably heard her on the last episode I was when I was listening back to it you could hear her through the screen door being oh, meow, meow, meow. because we do feed her uh, because we love her and we want her to stay out of the streets and out of all the danger zones and so we figured like if we just feed her in the backyard she'll chill with us which is great our neighbors also enjoy this because they don't want her <laughs> the reason they don't want her is they're bird watching people and this story begins with kind of the reason why our neighbors don't like her. She kills a lot of things. She kills birds. She kills rats. She kills mice. She kills bugs. I suppose she does kill bugs. I don't know if she's ever brought me a bug, which is good because I wouldn't be really down with that. Um, but apparently she used to sit in our neighbor's backyard like underneath the bird feeder and just ambush the songbirds. So they don't really want her over there, which is fine. We'll take her. Uh, so 
I wanted to tell this story because I feel like it was so relevant to all the parasite episodes that that I've had been thinking about and doing and all the worms we've been talking about and all that. Uh, she loves to leave us presents. And so a lot of times we'll come we'll wake up in the morning and there's like a dead thing that's by the the back door um, that goes into the backyard. Usually it's like sound I mean, it's, it's, it's always dead, thankfully, but it's usually chewed on a little. And then she comes back kind of later in the afternoon and like finishes the job. Like she'll either eat it completely or she'll eat it and leave a tail or a foot or something. Uh, so apparently she had killed this giant. It was, it was big. It was a big rat. And I think that Christine saw it in the morning when it was like, in its entirety, I think, like when it was like in the present phase, in the gift form, like in front of the door. And then what she does is she kind of drags it into her, you know, her like eating area, her her kill, eat staging area. And that's where she does the dirty business of ripping it to pieces and eating it. So I, when I saw it, and it was so big, so this rat was so big that I'm like sitting at the table and looking through the glass door and I see like the white belly of the rat out there. This is probably a good time to mention that if you have a sensitive stomach, this story is probably not for you. So there's your warning. <laughs> it's a scary bonus. So I can see the rat in like, you know, kind of across the patio. And I was like, oh, Flynn killed the thing. And I always like to go see what Flynn kills because that's just the kind of family that I came from. And so I go out the back door and uh, it's not the entire rat. It's a half a rat. Uh, so the, what she'd done is she'd eaten the front half of the rat. So what remained was kind of like, you know, like the belly and the tail and the back legs. I was like, and first I was stunned by the size of this rat. It was huge. I was like, Ooh, God, no wonder she didn't eat the whole thing. But then I was like, what's that on the ground next to the, and I look a little closer and there's a worm on the ground next to the rat and not an earthworm like it was a immediately apparent to me that that was a round worm on the ground next to the rat and I'm like what and I look a little closer and that that rat's organs like and I'm guessing like stomach small intestine were filled with round worms it was unbelievable like it was it was a lot even for me like as soon as I realized what I was looking at and then the escapee on the side, I like was like, I made like an audible noise. I'm like, oh, and of course, what do I, so I come inside and I text Christine. I'm like, oh my God, there's a rat that's filled with worms on the back patio. And she says, oh, perhaps that explains why Flynn barfed all over like the backyard earlier this morning. And I'm like, what? So then I go, so we have these two glass doors. Like one's kind of like, we have like a little kind of like terraced backyard and the house kind of goes up too. So we have like two doors, one higher and one lower. And I go up by the higher glass door and sure enough, there's a whole bunch of like upchucked rat parts just spread out over the freaking concrete there. And it's like, oh my God, it was so nasty that even the feral cat was like, oh my God, <laughs> I couldn't hold it down. So because I am my mother's child, I don't, I don't know if I've talked about my mother much on this show. I feel like I could do a whole episode on her, but she is a true scientist. She is a docent at the National Academy of Sciences. 
where she teaches school children, anyone else willing to learn how to handle snakes and how to um, identify bird eggs. And she has a whole little cart that she walks around with. It's very cool. And now she's in charge of training all the docents there. But she's like a lifelong learner kind of person. Like she's a specimen collector. She, um, she has a vulture wing in her garage <laughs> that she found on a trail that she used to bring to her classes because it's cool. Um, because I am her child, I went out there thinking, okay, there was that one escapee worm. And I don't know rats to be filled with worms, really. Like, that's not a thing that I was really aware of was going on. I mean, I'm sure it's possible. I was like, oh, well, it makes sense. Everybody loves roundworms, right? Nematodes. Nematodes are all over the world. But I'd never seen anything like that before. So with uh, some gloves and a plastic baggie, I collected the escapee specimen because it was in pretty good, not alive, but in pretty good condition. And my thought was, I'm going to identify this worm because I don't know what it is. So I go online and I just kind of internet. So, well, first of all, I texted my mother and I was like, Hey, this crazy thing just happened. I told her about the rat full of worms. And she was like, well, did you get a specimen? I'm like, who do you think? Yes. Who do you think I am? Yes, I have a specimen. Um, and I asked her if I could bring it to the Academy of Sciences for the parasitology guys to identify there. She just doesn't know them very well. Like she doesn't like know the lab, but she's sure that they would do it. So to be continued on that front. But the crazy thing is, because like, I was totally curious what this could be. So I went to the interwebs and I started Googling rat parasite California. I think I Googled like roundworm rat California or Pacific Coast or something like that. And what was the first thing that freaking came up? Bayless Ascaris. Dude, fans of the show, Monsters Inside Me, this is going to ring some bells. So Bayless Ascaris is raccoon roundworm. That's one of the most deadly, deadly parasites known to man. That's the one where like the kids are crawling around in the yard and they put stuff in their mouth and they accidentally eat the raccoon feces. And then the raccoon roundworm, because remember parasites, they like to be where they like to be. If they don't know where they are, they freak out. Those roundworms can migrate to your brain and cause this total like meltdown encephalitis that is lethal and there's really not a lot that they can do about it and it's horrible and it kills children and it kills people and uh or can severely um cause severe like disabilities because it just destroys your brain so that was the first thing that came up and i have to say because i had just freaking handled this worm i was oh, oh like i got a little like stomach drop right like i was oh did you just do something really stupid <laughs> but uh it's actually an, it's an intermediate host and so uh, the only other rat parasite that I could find on the internet before I was like, I got to stop looking at this and just like not touch the worm anymore. There was a, a you know, the, the uh, rat lungworm, which is found in Southeast Asia. That one is a, it's more like a fluke worm and the intermediate host is snails and people will get it when they eat snails on like unwashed salad and that kind of thing. But we're not in Southeast Asia. So I'm like, I think this rat that Flynn killed is filled with raccoon roundworms because rats are this intermediate host like they're kind of part of the life cycle of this worm because raccoons maybe I bet they kill rats you know and they probably eat those and then oh god so I don't think Flynn I don't think our kitty Flynn ate, ate any of those worms because she had eaten the rat right up until that like she basically had eaten like through the diaphragm 
and then saw all the worm filled intestines. And then she must have run upstairs and barfed because she was like, oh, God. So I don't think little auxiliary cat is in any kind of danger. But now I have a formalin jar with a worm floating in it on my desk, which is not really what my life partner wants in our house. So soon it will be going off to the lab to be identified. I'm totally curious about what it is. It looks very different than the Toxicara canis ones that I have right next to it. So I'm, I'm, I know it's a different, I know it's a new thing. It's a different thing that, you know, is unusual in my world anyway. Um, but I did tell, when I told Christine that I was getting the sample of it, she did say, if I come home and that human brain sucking invader is in our kitchen, I'm going to, or is in our fridge, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, no, 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 it's okay. It's going to go to formal jar. It'll be fine. It'll be at the academy and then it'll all be great. So I had to remove the the dead rat too. I you know, what I did is I uh, I used a shovel with a very very long handle and I scooped it up and I put it in a garbage bag and I threw it away and I washed my hands like six times before I went to work. Cause it's scary, but cool, but scary. You want my cookies, I bake for your rookies. Work hard, the book made a bang bang to stick me. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed the little snippet. Um, we'll come back at you with a full episode soon. Stay tuned, y'all. 